This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcode.com. It was the day after Christmas, and all through the school, not a student was toiling as a general rule. The first years and seconds have finished those jerks. The fourth years are weary of looking for work. The third years are cringing as they realize belated that step one approaches, mere weeks dedicated. Curriculum staff crack a grin in their pleasure. Another term end means strong gin, amply measured. And I heard myself say as they traipsed from the building, Merry Christmas to all. In the new year, keep killing. Welcome back to the Shortco Podcast, production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. Just uh, exercising my constitutional right to take that poem and change it. Beautiful. As we all do in this holiday season. As we record this episode, it's one of the most important Fridays, the end of the semester for first and second years, for instance, the last Wednesday before I go on vacation. Uh, Many uh, third year students will begin their dedicated study time for step one, but my co-host today could not give a shit (laughs) about any of that. Say hello to M4 Laura Quast. Hi. Lift your fedora in greeting to M4 Jenna Johnson. Hello. And bow deeply before MD, PhD student, LJ oh, <laughs> Agostinelli. Cringe. Hi. Cringe. <laughs> uh, and we may be joined by M4 Hillary O'Brien. Uh, she is uh, struggling to get away from the clinic today because patients don't care about podcasting, which I think is rude. <laughs> LJ, yep. you defended your thesis this week. Uh, a little while ago, yes. but yeah. Yeah. What uh, what did that entail for you? Um, so you get uh, it's it's in the neuroscience program, so it's a little bit different program to program. But um, you have a public thesis seminar, which is an hour long talk in which we show our thesis work, and then we field questions from the audience, and then immediately after we have um, a private thesis defense. So you and your five committee members um, talk about what you uh your written thesis and the 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 thesis you just presented and they can ask you questions about your work about the field and basically sort of decide if you deserve a phd (laughs) wow yeah that sounds a little high stakes it didn't feel like that but i that's i think that that's what it is so it's kind of yeah are you is that because you're (laughs) uh, particularly a badass or what i mean why why, why are you immune from from the high pressure um I just, I don't know. I think everyone was really friendly and helpful. I feel like the, I got a lot of good questions. I got some tough questions, but it didn't feel like anybody was asking me questions just to like pimp me and, and see what I know. I didn't think it was like mean. And I've heard other places that it can be sort of intimidating and probably stressful. depends on your, yeah on your committee. Yeah. My, I feel like they asked questions because they were genuinely interested or um, sort of curious. Heard you had a special guest at your uh, defense. Dr. Rubenstein? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Rubenstein. 
And he uh, and he uh, what did he what did he have to uh, to say about you? Oh, he's our uh, for people who don't know. He's the biochem teacher. First year, first year, yeah, first year. Um, little notorious professor. Yeah. Um, loudest voice. Loudest voice. Other than perhaps mine in uh, in Murph. Yeah, he sort of walks the halls, and he's just. I mean, I th- I like him. I find him. Everybody likes everybody likes Rubenstein. I don't like his test questions. Wow. <laughs> right. You know. Um, he stood at the back of my defense. It was it was nice of him to come. It was supportive of him. He. I told him not to ask me any biochem questions in advance because I wouldn't know them because it's a neuroscience mm-hmm. thesis, not a biochem thesis. Um, but he didn't ask a question. He just uh, loudly announced to everybody um, that I have a, a potential second career in like music and musical theater based off of what he sees in our frolic show. And he basically <laughs> it was also a self-promo. He told everybody that I make him really famous and give him these cool... Um, rolls and then we win. So <laughs> it was a little embarrassing, but it was nice of him. I think. Well, well, good. So you felt successful after all this, and and uh, and did did they take some time to uh, to debate and or do you leave the room and they and then call you back in and they're like, yeah, you're done. They leave the room and they um, you're st- just sort of standing in the hallway waiting. Um, I could hear, I couldn't hear them talk to the door, but it was quiet for about three minutes and then an explosion of laughter. So I, <laughs> I did not know what was happening. Oh man. Um, I've heard this before. I've heard this before that you leave and they laugh. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. They didn't never told me I should ask now that it's over. What were you guys laughing at? <laughs> so then they, so then they, you go back in and they're like, yeah, you're, yeah, they all shook my hand and yeah. congratulated me. Nice. Well, congratulations on uh, that milestone. That's pretty Thank fantastic you. so that means that you what's your next step then so now i'm um finishing up tying up some projects in the lab and um submitting another manuscript for publication but then um when the when clinic begins i guess i don't know when it is like the 13th of january or something i go back and do rotations and then finish med school wow well you guys over there you're already approaching the portion of uh, your education where you um, continue to give a shit, <laughs> but you know, you get sort of senioritis. I think I already have senioritis. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been in the hospital or med school building since October. But I was, I was curious as to you know, like how long uh, you had been given to do things like uh, interviews and yeah. I don't know yeah. whatever else you do in in. And I, yeah, I, I noticed that y'all have been uh, doing other things besides being in the building. Yes. For a long time. Mm-hmm. Been cuddling my dog. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. We Lot both got we course. both got haircuts this week <laughs> on the same day. <laughs> His haircut is more expensive than my haircut. <laughs> got to spoil him. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that at all. Um. Yeah. So you'll you'll be you'll be back at it. Uh, soon. Yeah. Also on January 13th. Yeah. yeah. We go back to. Yeah. Well, good. Um, to celebrate, let's enjoy uh, some treats I ordered online from Turkey. Uh, you can open that box there while I while I talk about it. Why Turkey? Because my last name is Turkish for meats. 
Uh, also, it was among the cheaper options, and don't think I don't love you guys just because I didn't drop Aww. a ton of cash on you. But do I get first? Um, it, your last name means meets. my last name. If you type in Etler mm-hmm. into Google, you will f- and go to image search, for mm-hmm. instance, you will find many reference, many pictures of meat, um, which was puzzling to me the first time because I, I, you know, my background is, as far as I knew, not Turkish. It's more German, but you know, there's a lot of Turks in Germany. Um, but yeah, uh, pick one at random for me to enjoy, please. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Actually, don't pick one at random. Pick one that you think. Read this, pick the grossest one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I kind of deserve it. There are extensive my gross explanations. Taste may be different. Yeah, I know. Ooh, there's so many choices. Um. Yeni caramel. Yeah. Look at all them meats. <laughs> I think I want. There's a lot of meat. <laughs> there's, I'm not kidding, only meat. <laughs> if you need to do a, a Google image search of Etler. Jake, this one is for you. All right. Ooh. What's that one? Uh, it. This is called Dankek Potty. <laughs> I'm sure it's not pronounced that way. Or maybe it is. Hindustan Sevizli. Sevizli. I don't know what it means. It also comes with a 15% discount code for your next purchase. Get out. Lucky you. All right. So, uh, yeah, this is a uh, so, uh, sort of a, I don't know if I would describe it. It looks a bit like a Twinkie um, in that it is a cake, uh, a bar-shaped cake, um, but it has some sort of dark filling inside. Can't wait. I mean, some of these are like savory, right? Cause yeah, there's like picture of pepper. crackers. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Dave, would you like me to read you the, uh, the? Yeah, what is that? What is what was the name of yours? Uh, P O T I, potty. Ah yes, yes, potty. <laughs> this is really good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, potty cakes. I failed in giving you the grossest one then. Either carrot, coconut, fruit, or chocolate flavored. These cakes are a great idea if you love puffy stuff. <laughs> and I do. Potty has no meaning in Turkish, but some Turkish people call it as best package cake ever. Hope wow. you agree with them. I, I do. Okay. I do. It's very good. It's got uh, this one is coconut. I'll Laura, do what do they say about the Harby? Harby. Caramelly. Ooh. Okay, let's see. There are a lot of treats in here. Harby. One of the oldest standing snack in the market. Okay. Harby is a light chocolate for a casual snacking. Snacking suggestions. Some like it alone. Some like it dipped into their cup of tea. Be creative. Have your own way of having this classic snack. Mm. I think I'm just going to go for the alone. Maybe if I can ever get it open. You're, you're buying us some Java House too to go along with our snacks. Mm. Okay. I'll do oh. I'm, afraid, I'm afraid not. It's like a wafer, but with chocolate on top. Ooh, I think I picked a good one. This is what mine, I'll, I'll describe it as I'm eating it. My description is... Solon Nirvana represents the highest possible and achievable tastiness in the chocolate in oh. in chocolate world. Oh. The highest possible. <laughs> this ethic <laughs> stick is not only covered with white chocolate, but also with a generous amount of coconut flakes. Inside, you will have a roll of wafer, which is also filled with cream. All come together very well to bring your happiness to another level. This sounds uh, complex. <laughs> Indeed. Can I, I? I've completely finished the potty roll. Mm. Uh, very good. Doesn't look anything like what's on the cover at all. Mm. It's actually a potty cake, Dave. Potty cake. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. Can I have a Can I have a uh, savory item from the Sure. Package? Would you like the one that looks like it has pe- like breadsticks with pepper, or would you like a, pe- <laughs> a pizza cracker spelled differently? 
<laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, pick one. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Pizza. Pizza. The Harvey tastes like a Twix. Oh, oh nice. It's like a Twix, but without chocolate all the way around it. It's good. Mm. The Nirvana is very good. Mm. This one is so cute. It's I don't know if it's called E.T. or Sin, but it's a like a strawberry pie that has a face on it. Yeah. I want it because it has that, but then I saw a croissant with hazelnut. Come on, how do you pass that up? Yeah, that's mm. a tough one. That's true. Really These don't taste foreign to me. No. Oh, that is like the really highest taste... possible yeah. achieving. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, yes. Dave, do you want to crack uh, up? Sure. Here? That Great. is fantastic. Here. This end was there's a lot of things going on, but I didn't realize there was coconut on it. That is good. I know, right? Yeah. I'm just not a coconut person, but oh. it still is good, even mm. though I don't like coconut. Good thing you're not allergic. True. I have to say that's a pretty big achievement mm-hmm. in, <laughs> in snack technology. Would you say the highest possible achievement? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I have not experienced all snacks, so I think it would be unscientific of me to- That is a good point. Oh. To claim. Should not have cracked this. Can we this get- pretty damn good. In the background of this podcast- the little girl on Vine that goes snacks. It's <laughs> like our background music. Probably. Snacks. snacks. She's so funny. Well, um, wow, that was good. Mm-hmm. yeah, these are, like I say, I, I don't, not getting any real foreign Mm-mm. vibes no. from this. We had Mexican candy on the last show, mm-hmm. and that was, was pretty all, foreign. Everything covered in chili. Yeah, yeah. In Ooh, fact, there wow. were lollipops covered in salty chili, which was it. weird. I might try the crispy, uh, questionable breadsticks. All right. Go for it. Try those. Oh my god, this is so cute. That is so cute. There's like a little, it's like a, it looks like a miniature pie, and it has sprinkles where the pie filling would be, but then the wrapper has a little smiley face on the outside. It's just, Mm. it's called Sin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, when this episode is released, while you're eating, when this episode is released, it will be the day after Christmas. Does anyone here, you guys all celebrate uh, uh, that holiday? I think, uh, and that's fortunate because let's take a minute and project ourselves forward to that day after Christmas mm. and tell each other uh, what we got that we loved so much that we can't wait to tell you about it. Mm. Does that make sense? Does that make any you sense? You mean gift wise? Yeah. What did you get for what you get for Christmas uh, in the future? Uh, and you want to tell us about it because you're so happy you got it. Oh, I see. I see. I got all my loans paid off. I was about to say, I got mm. the factor, and I'm just like... Oh, I didn't even think of that because I, I have loans that? also, yeah. <laughs> I just asked for an MD, but, you know. <laughs> Come on, you're, you're going to get that. That's okay. true. The um, seasoned breadsticks are actually also very good. Yeah. But they're more like you'd go to the uh, gas station on a road trip, and you're like, mm, I just want, like, a snack that's not sweet. That's yeah. what you yeah. get. Do you want to try, Jenna? Yeah. These are very much just plain pretzel they sticks, like but they are good. I would just like okay. to give you some information mm. on that cute little pie. Ooh. It's called sin, which means gin in English. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Does it taste oh. like gin? Oh, it says good. many Turkish oh, people have a superstition that the word sin calls for bad souls, and they never use the word sin in their daily lives. So they named a little so pie after clearly it? clearly that's a great candy name. Wow. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Just in case anybody listening is familiar with uh, treats from Turkey, the breadstick things are called Uker Crispy Kubuk Cracker. Baharati <laughs> flavor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're good. Um, yeah, I think based on these, I would go to, I would, I would live mm-hmm. in Turkey. 
Yeah. I could live in Turkey. <laughs> Based, Based on, on the snacks alone. Our road trip snacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite candy is like Bueno bars, and those are not English. Or those aren't like American. Mm. This is good. It's yeah. like, yeah. I think you've been under, I think you've been underselling these pretzel breadstick mm-hmm. thingies. Mm. I'm more of a sweets person. But yeah, they're very good. Mm. I would I would eat them. I wish they I want them to be spicy. They almost taste Italian yeah. to me. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Dave, how are the pizza crackers? They are they are uh somewhat bland. Oh mm. no. They could use more pizza. Ah. Everything oh. could always use more Ooh. pizza. Hillary has walked in out. and she Hillary. is looking fancy. Ooh, she got sparkly belt. Slacking like these other M4s <laughs> over here. <laughs> Working. Working for those four extra vacation weeks. Hey, <laughs> gotta make up for a knee. <laughs> Hillary, uh, have a Turkish snack. Oh boy. Uh, I promise you, so far, we have been, you know, Hillary is has learned to expect oh. yucky things from me. No, I've had some of these before. I went to Turkey. Oh. Oh, whoa. Well. Um, yeah, do you have a, do you have anything that you would like to get for, that you're going to get for Christmas that you'll be so happy to tell us about? Yes, I have one very specific thing at the top of my Christmas list. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've listened to the podcast before, you may remember that I'm a big Taylor Swift gal. <laughs> and Understatement. <laughs> on her official website, one of her merchandise items is a doormat that says, I hope you like Taylor Swift on it. Oh, yeah. And if I get that for Christmas, I will be very happy. All right. I've dropped many a hints to my husband. Yeah, I was going to say, take note, mm-hmm. husband. Yes. I feel bad if I'm crunching into the microphone. Oh, we've all been doing oh. it. Mm-hmm. All right, what treat did you pick out? I will read oh, the descriptor. The Alpella. Mm-hmm. Alpella. So, like, why are we doing this? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, just checking. I bought you I bought you all a Christmas gift. It is a Christmas This is gift. nice because really I've good. had neither breakfast or lunch. Yet. Oh, good. So... <laughs> I've had coffee. <laughs> I, I have normal Hy-Vee cookies over there if you want something on your way out the door. But mm. Well, Hillary, I can't find it. So I think you just uh, you found the magic surprise in the box. Nice. <laughs> uh, LJ, do you have any uh, Christmas wish that you that you plan to to celebrate getting? Um, no. <laughs> I I don't know. I um. So I actually have a cool thing that I could talk about though, but I I never ask for presents. I I don't like getting presents. It just makes me feel awkward. I, but I my like, daughter feels the same way. It makes it's me feel really uncomfortable. Awkward. I'm not. It's like when people compliment me, I'm like, okay, make the end. Exactly <laughs> the same thing she's told me, and I'm like, you're crazy. A lot of I don't know why for that yeah. sentiment from me. I don't know. I don't know why. I just I love giving gifts, but I just feel so awkward receiving them. She has so, the same way. I feel the exact thank same you. way. You know how to word. solve this. You guys can give all your gifts to me and Jenna. That's okay. True. We'll do. And I do Dave. feel the same Sorry. about getting compliments, though. I yes. never know how to like. I'm really bad at just saying thank you and just letting it be. I always say thank you, and then I feel like I have to find something to compliment them. On, so I'm like, oh, I like your hair. So <laughs> I never know what to do. If it's clothing, it's always like, oh, thanks. I got it from Loft. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or I like, got I, it on I, sale. I have to say where it came from. Like, yeah, it, I share. Can't you know, not. share the info. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. so I don't like getting anything, but I like What's giving things and um. So what I have done actually the past three three years mm. since I come to Carver, mm-hmm. um, I've been buying Christmas gifts for families who mm. are less fortunate than yeah. others, nice. and um, Carver has actually given me a lot of money to do it. They've given you a lot of yeah. Money to so do I it? basically just told them like, hey, I want to buy 
Christmas gifts for families in the community. And, and there's a program actually through the public schools where they hand out like a piece of paper to, I think, students who like get um, lunch money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. And so then they ask them if they need anything. And then it just goes to like the organization. And a lot of them don't get filled because there's not enough people who um, sort of reach out and, and try to do that. So I told Carver that I want to do it because, you know, I'm a graduate student who doesn't make much money. Yeah. Um, and they've given me a couple hundred dollars each year. Nice. So this year, yeah, I bought Christmas gifts for 13 people. Wow. Mm, that's fantastic. Yeah. That trumps my Taylor Swift doormat. <laughs> no, I mean, it was just a car, go kart. I mean, the school is awesome. awesome. I think it's really cool that they do that. So yeah, I didn't that know is that. really cool. Hillary, uh, uh, what, um, shall we say, selfish thing do you want, uh, in, you know, selfish in comparison to, uh, I know, to LJ? <laughs> you make me go after her after she's like, I give away all my money to the Yeah, I, I, it um, wasn't intentional. Carver does. So actually, it, like, Carver gives away wait, our money. Maybe actually you guys, you guys do give the money to Carver. So I just spent your money. I'm it's sorry. Okay, it's for a good cause. It's good. Um, Selfish things I'm asking for. We're really not doing a lot for Christmas this year between like my family and I. But one thing I've been wanting for like years, this sounds so stupid. Um, I just want like a really big, nice mirror. Like one of them that leans against the wall and it's like $300, which is like, oh like the one, God. the one I found as an example was $300. It was like, well, obviously do not get me this because that is ridiculous. But like, that's the one thing that's like on my Christmas list for like three years running. Mm. And I just haven't found like the right the one, one yet. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to wait until like I move to residency before it's like a big purchase. I know. I just because all the like cheap mirrors you buy at Target are like crap. Mm. I got mine at Home Goods. It's mm. huge and yes, was not three hundred. Go Home Goods. Okay, not I will look there. Dave <laughs> is about to try a treat, and I will read him the description. It's Jenna called. It's called Exe Use. Mm-hmm. You have to promise to eat it before we read you the description. Though. Oh, okay. Well, you. I, I, yeah. I already okay, have yeah, a yeah. hint because. Uh, I happened to glance at you as you were picking this out, and you were both pointing at me as though, oh, yeah, <laughs> this is what his ass deserves. It might be good. We don't really know. Oh. Can you guess the flavor? <laughs> that face. It is, <laughs> it is a surprise. Is it spicy? What is, what is it going sour. on? Honestly, Jenna and I don't really know. Okay. Oh. I got through it. What? It is now gum. Oh. It's now bubble gum. But Just like. The initial taste was of um i don't know like citric acid powder hey 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 straight hey dave that's true i was on the episode where you made me eat citric acid powder so karma is a big old b the descriptor is if we translate its name we will have spoiled the surprise just go ahead and try one p.s a surprise awaits you for the first 10 seconds as soon as started chewing it. About that, yeah. I'm going to translate that right now. I really like the the like descriptions. The some of these descriptions are like perfect English and then some of them are just a little bit What's off. this one? Hey, that's English. I'm making a big old mess, listeners, where a I'm sitting. A chocolate bar filled with caramel sauce and covered with puffed rice. It What's- is Delicious. Favorite of most consumers in Turkey. I was gonna say, wow. it's delicious. Some might say it is wanted. 
Dave, where is our Turkish coffee to go along with our Turkish? That would have been a good yes. idea. Huh? Yeah. How dare you? Apparently, XEU's translated literally into English means minus face. Oh, wait, that, <laughs> wait, that makes sense because it's like really sour. Yes, so I already have one. Minus face. Yes, my whole face turned into a minus. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's uh, well, you know what I got for Christmas? I was visited by the politics genie the night before Christmas, and I wished for a world in which we all believe that we are on the same side with our differing opinions on how the world should be run, where everyone's circumstances and needs were taken into account as best as possible and no one felt behind, left behind or ignored by those who run the world. It'd be a world in which everybody felt a responsibility to ensure the survival of all creatures in a stewardship of the environment because that is a practical viewpoint. And by golly, my wish came true. And it's why we all feel so grateful for the service of President Baby Yoda. <laughs> God bless baby Yoda. I also got a new 3D printer and a 100 watt laser cutter. So, ooh, fancy. Yep. That's what I got for Christmas. We um, make mini baby Yoda Christmas ornaments for everyone. Yeah. That uh, is the goal. Has anybody um, here seen the most recent Mandalorian episode? Because I was very Yes. Excited. No, please. I am up please. to date on all Star I'm gonna, Wars I'm not right now, say Laura. Any spoilers, but I'm just like, I just watched it last night and I'm like, oh. Yes. So you're annoyed. And then there's a new you're annoyed. Tonight, I guess. You're you're not emotionally affected. You're annoyed. I don't remember. Uh, both. Okay. Both. It, yeah, it was it was an emotional episode. Okay. I'd say a little traumatizing, perhaps. Yeah. The Mandalorian okay. was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also stayed up late and watched the most recent Star Wars last night. I heard you went to Star Wars. The grapevine told me. Ugh, that is me. I'm the grapevine. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Thank there's you, Jenna. Another, it was another. good, guys. I mean, I think it was good. Not everyone's going to think it's good. There's going to be a lot of people that are like, oh, that there's was gonna be horrible. Some haters. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Dave just tried to catch something and it was a big ol' uh, a big old It fail. is another minus it's Oh, it's another X. minus <laughs> face, but a different flower. <laughs> wait. Can't wait. I, they look like pop rocks. Uh, there's a banana pop rocks. Yeah, on it, though. Banana pop rocks. Yeah. Somebody, uh, I'm not going to hand this up. Somebody take my picture, though. Oh, my God. Petito patini. Somebody take Oh, jeez. That was a lot of pop rocks. Go. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. oh. Hillary's oh, putting that one's pop worse. rocks. On the, <laughs> look at that minus face. Yeah, I can hear those pop <laughs> rocks. <laughs> You're welcome. She held her tongue. <laughs> this one's worse. <laughs> How is that even possible? Wow, the sound. That's some ASMR right there. It is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know that was the purpose, guys. Maybe monetized YouTube Do channel is in your future. Is eating pop rocks? Ooh, nice. I don't really get the ASMR thing, but I feel I like this either. is prime ASMR. I you know, a couple ASMR. of a couple of shows ago, um, I don't know what it stands for. But audio sensory, audio sensory meridian response. Meridian response, yeah. They like really whisper. And like emphasize and things. Cr- they would like, not like a pop filter. They like the clicks. Yeah. Mm. Like crinkling and like have a pop just to like enhance like your podcast. No, no, no. no, no. It's, it's like just people. like literally a thing, like a YouTube channel, like, for instance. Yeah, you can go to a YouTube channel and just and listen all to they people do. like overemphasizing like, sounds or like making mm, weird noises. Or help fall asleep or whatever. Mm. People love Some it. Some people say and it, it gives me. them a tingle. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's like, a, like a like an odd person dependent thing because Nathan Liza's boyfriend yeah. is like he like gets some type of magical so feeling. People say it gives them like like kind of like goosebumps or like their yeah. scalp sort of tingles. Yeah, I've heard head oh, orgasms. I, Ooh. 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 <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good in that department. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nathan and I both My have an aversion to weird sounds. I'm surprised he likes it. That doesn't surprise me at all that you have weird aversions. I <laughs> ask my roommate. Um, damn, I was going to say. Something. Oh yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, or a few few shows ago, uh, one of your one of our co-hosts uh, had a very loud stomach growl happen during the show. So I isolated it, amplified it, and now it's the alert sound on my computer. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Can we hear it? Can That's you play funny. it? Uh, I don't have it handy, but it was on the Facebook page if you want to, if you want a Facebook co-host group. I don't Dave. have a Facebook anymore, Dave. Well. Not even Lockwa. Today I missed the engagement announcement of one of our classmates, mm -hmm. and I was really upset about it, so people had to screenshot it. I get it. Me. It's not the same, though. I get it. I get why you don't have it. It's a terrible place. <laughs> Let's talk about a little news here. I don't know. Should we? Yeah. Should we do something other than the news in? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying this, but uh, your patients, guys, are tired of relying on mainstream healthcare. An article on Vice.com highlights new research in the Journal of Diabetes Science and Technology that found patients are donating, trading, selling, and buying their medication on the black market. Like all diabetes meds or insulin? Um. Supplies, meds, okay. devices, yeah. in the absence of insurance networks that will actually care for them. Some patients are resorting to these markets to get what they need from drugs to medical equipment and other supplies, which I've already said. Uh, those who donate their medical supplies, often they feel bad about having too much when others don't have any. Mm. Um, and those who can't get enough of what they need because they lack access to adequate healthcare funds turn to the underground markets to do what they have to do. Uh, of course, there are risks. But the researchers tied the existence of these black markets to the crappy care available to many, uh, to many uh, patients. For instance, only three companies control the insulin market. That has driven up the price of insulin to levels that aren't, for many, feasible. So what choice do you have when you can't buy something that's going to keep you alive? Mm -hmm. So keep an eye out for that in your, when you finally leave med school and are on your own and practicing. Thoughts? Wow. It's tragic. Yeah. It's really sad, but I'm, mm -hmm. I don't know. I it's, get it. In some ways, I'm glad that it's there for, you know, it like gives resources to people that might not have had them, but just the need for that. Like the fact that it exists is sad, but it's, I'm glad that people are helping each other out. If I were in that position of needing like insulin and it was, you know, overpriced, like, what would you Google first? Like, what? How? How would I even begin a black market search for my insulin? That's true. Um, and so <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I just googled it because I just wanted to know what. <laughs> but did you Google black market insulin? Well, I don't know how like smart the search engines are about like how what I do because the science articles popped up first. Like uh -huh. this is what I read. But um, the this one is it's for actually this one. So I had to scroll down a little bit and found the a Vice one. It says why Americans are getting their insulin from Mexico. Um, and just basically talking, saying basically what you said and how it's not affordable and stuff like that. But same, same, same sentiment. It doesn't seem exactly safe, but it, I don't have a great alternative at the moment. So it seems kind of like in a weird way, you're like, I think Laura said, like, you're kind of glad it's there. Well, um, uh, I believe the Trump administration just signed a bill to, uh, acquire drugs from Canada. I saw that. It was like, just, I think I just read that today. Which is an interesting idea. I mean. Why don't we, I don't know, is there some barrier to us actually doing what Canada does? Well, here's an update from 20 <laughs> minutes ago. 
Canadian drug distributors say no to Trump import plans, so <laughs> maybe not. Well, that went fast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Also in the news, uh, we're already seeing the consequences, both positive and negative, of in-home genetic tests, <laughs> like those available from 23andMe and others. <laughs> Sorry, my mouth is full of pizza crackers. How did Jenna not eat all of those already? That's true. I, well, I, I didn't yeah. exactly uh, share them around. So mm. you, you just after you told us they were bland and don't taste. Well, them. I mean, <laughs> you should experience the bland for yourself. Now you can get ready for epigenetic testing. Uh, in simple terms, guys, could you please explain to me what yeah. epigenetic markers are? Someone um, like the concept of epigenetics, or well, I, I think I get the concept of epigenetics, which is that you know you have these markers that turn on and off or otherwise modify the expression of genes. Yeah, that's basically exactly it. They, it's like little uh, like carbon groups basically that get added to the DNA form and change the shape in such a way that some DNA is like on the outside, so it's available to be made into protein basically, but mm. then if it's wrapped up on the inside, it's not gonna be expressed. Oh, I see. But the key that is not regulated by other necessarily by other genes like yeah. some genes their whole role is to turn on or off other genes but this could be like so you're in an environment where you're really really stressed out and because your body is stressed out now something out happens that it changes your genetic expression so it's something in your life external to your genetic code that's changing your genes right it's amazing I, you know I, I feel like uh when i first learned that some genes turn off other genes like i was like wow that's amazing mm -hmm. and now that i now that i know that your environment can also do can it. also do the same thing. It's yeah. like that's a good idea. So also, you know, yeah. who thought up that? Studies have also shown that epigenetic ch changes can be passed on yeah. genetically too, which is just interesting. Yeah, I've also read that. That's amazing. Crazy stuff. So you can your 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 body changes based on what your ancestors have experienced, which mm -hmm. is insane. Anyway. Uh, one way that these uh, epigenetic markers can be used, according to a few companies who are offering this, these tests, is to tell you your biological age. <laughs> By that, they mean that they will survey your markers and measure their patterns against those linked to aging and disease. Um, the more you deviate from those patterns, uh, maybe because you smoke or you drink too much, don't get enough exercise, the younger or older you may be biologically. Um, the article I read claimed that those offering the tests we're finding their results were within a couple of years of their actual ages. Uh, it's worth pointing out, though, that these tests are proprietary and they haven't been validated externally. I don't know. Is this useful to anybody? No, I don't think so. Right. I'd be curious. That's because I was kind exactly of exactly what because like you, it's sort of vague, like, oh, if you drink or whatever. So like, I wonder what it is about the DNA that they're looking at, like. Um, there's certain things like as you get older, certain parts get shorter, shorter. I wonder if like what, what it really is. I, I think yeah. they're, they're trying to quantify like maybe like methylation or something. They're just trying to like put a number to it, but I don't think they're looking at telomeres mm. specifically. Mm. Yeah. The, the first epigenetic clock of, of this sort, um, was created by a biostatician from UCLA, um, in 2011 as a way for researchers to evaluate efforts to prolong human life and health. Um, and that works by measuring methylation and mm -hmm. demethylation, mm -hmm. um, which grow and shrink the chains that make up the epigenetic markers, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the, the idea is so that you could monitor 
the value of anti-aging treatments and other interventions so that you could basically say, oh, I, you know, we did this intervention and on average, um, you know, the, the biological age as measured by this epigenetic clock mm-hmm. is, um, has increased or decreased. And so, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. I, this I, might be really negative Nancy of me, but I, I really, I disagree with a lot of the research funding going into the anti-aging market. It's. Let's all just get old. I think the money should be tailored to making people who's, you know, maybe a little bit younger, like the diabetes stuff. Why not put that money into something that would make younger people's lives better instead of like helping the really, really wealthy older people live longer? Like let's make people's lives better while they're here. We have a visitor. Kylie Miller Aww. and her and the Cat. beautiful Bagheera. Mowgli. 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 Mowgli gets floofier every time. I don't think I've a cat in like a decade. Hmm. He's pretty chill. Wait, he's so like dog-like and that he's not trying to get away. Is this normal for cats? Well, he's a dog. Not oh, yeah. <laughs> Mowgli is very different than Mowgli's Kylie's up your cat. Figure, oh figure would not tolerate this. Figure's cat, cat. Mowgli's dog, dog, dog. Are all cats this soft? No. Mowgli's so, kind of pretty too. Mowgli is how old is Mowgli now? Look at that face. Okay, so Mowgli is nine months old, and every time That's I see this cat, months. his floof gets more and more regal and it's like true, more and more floof. He is, he is like just absolutely. Regal. He's That's the best word for him. He's a he's a rescue cat, so adopt don't shop. You can still get great breeds. Look over here. Did Miranda leave you? Oh, oh so cute. Oh, he oh, turned away. He wants something over there. Oh, he has a leash. Okay. He now he's gonna get pissed off. Else. Does he walk well, no. on the leash? Oh, that's cute. Look at that picture. Oh, you're both pretty cute. New fam Thanks. photo. Podcast. Oh my god, he uh, does have a leash. Instagram. You weren't kidding. I'll post this on Instagram. You can take a look at uh, Mowgli. Yep. And Kylie. We're just saying, Mary Cat. I like, and I like his collar too. It's very uh, festive. Very Jingly. Festive. Please don't chew on any wires down there. I've had enough problems with podcast equipment oh lately. Thank goodness. you. Oh, well, when, thank you. Oh, ideal. Yeah. Thank you. When Ollie oh, got oh, groomed most awesome. recently. Oh. Aw. Uh, they put a little sleigh bell on his. They always give him like a neck decoration. They put a sleigh bell on him, and it was driving me up a wall <laughs> immediately. But I feel like all cat collars have some type of like jingle dangle on them, so you can hear them sneaking up on your. Door. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, reasonable. Sorry for interrupting your fun. Bye. 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 Thank you well for done. bringing. Thank you for doing that. I don't think I've. I literally don't think I've touched a cat in over a decade. Oh, beautiful. Um, I, yeah, I've been given, by the way, I've been given a dead, I've been talking about the cat thing in our family for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I've been given a deadline February. February. To get a cat. Christine's birthday. She wants a cat. Oh, okay. you're getting a kitty. Oh, my God. Can I help pick it up? Yeah. I pick good ones. Do you? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. You better pick a good one because I don't want no bad ones. Ain't no bad cat. I don't know. How do you pick a cat? How does one pick a cat? Yeah. Real question. What's your secret? Um, you just have to like feel it out and older cats tend to have a developed personality whereas like when you get younger cats you're kind of taking a gamble because mm. um, I've had little kittens turn into kind of like jerks but um, Mowgli's very happy here he's a natural podcast alright alright oh, podcast. Oh, podcast. Podcast. Okay. 
just like taking up residence right under my desk. I like it. Nice. That's cute. All right. Mowgli. Bye, Kylie. Bye, Mowgli. Bye. Mo Mowgli is not interested in leaving. Should I get out of your way while you... Just keep him. <laughs> Just cat mom things. <laughs> Bye, guys. I like how his like, arm went over your shoulder, too. Just like, oh, here I am. <laughs> All right, guys. Christmas might be over. Short quotes as you listen to this. But there is a, there are a lot of interesting facts and figures associated with Christmas. So here's a pop quiz to close out the holiday season. By the way, I can't cite a source for these. Uh, other than internet. So, <laughs> mistletoe is a very old symbol. It's a symbol which means that anyone standing beneath it is blank. I'm not going to give you uh, any A, B's, or C's. You just got to give me an answer. Supposed very old symbol. Anyone standing beneath it is blank. Supposed to kiss? Is this supposed to be like a one word response? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's fill in the blank. It's not exactly, mm. not necessarily one word. Available. <laughs> yeah, they're like okay. supposed to kiss under mistletoe. Right. But they like, if is this one person standing under mistletoe or two? Because if you just yeah. have one, who are they yeah. kissing? Yeah, yeah. You get Does it mean, maybe it means you're single. Like you go under there and wait. Yeah. Oh. oh, maybe you maybe you kiss yourself because self love is important. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, it, yes, it does mean you're sexually available specifically. Oh. Oh. <laughs> So we call that single, but we can go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: According to the National Wildlife Foundation, the word mistletoe comes from the Anglo-Saxon Anglo-Saxon words "tan" for on a twig, and "mistle," which means dung. So poop on a twig. <laughs> that's what Lovely. mistletoe means. Because apparently birds, you know, they they eat the seeds and then they poop them out, and that's where the mistletoe uh, grows. And so they're like, "Oh, poop on a twig." Poop on a twig equals sexually available. Yes, there are obvious Reasonable. parallels there for certain populations of people on the internet. <laughs> we think of Christmas. <laughs> what did I miss? Am I missing something? It's not okay. <laughs> Elizabeth would understand. We think of Christmas as a family holiday, but its roots are more in line with rather adult themes of heavy drinking and threats of blank. violence, burglars, violence. Also popped into my head. It's violence. Does violence all, often pop into your head, Jenna? When you say you threats know. of, you seem you seem very pleasant, but beneath all that, <laughs> you've only seen me on good days, Dave. That's well. <laughs> I, I prefer that. Yeah, as you should. Uh, yes. Uh, did you have a, a guess? I said divorce, but, but okay. <laughs> because you said it, it seems like it's contrasting with the family, but yeah, uh, yeah, property destruction and bodily oh, harm. So, jeez, violence. In fact, you're right. The Victorians invented the Christmas tree as a part of an effort to reform those traditions, um, to sort of you know let's 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 make it more fun. Let's make it more a little less about. I don't know how Christmas trees reform violence, and but that's just what the internet said. Weren't the Germans the first one that did Christmas trees? Who the heck knows? I don't know. I don't know if any of this is true. I was going to say, because Victorians would, I would, like, maybe it's a time frame as well, but, like, yeah. she was the British Yeah, pro uh, could be the Victorian mm -hmm. era. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Mm. In this, in the book version of A Christmas Carol, who does Scrooge end up celebrating Christmas with? Nobody. Oh, in the book version? In the book version. I have no idea. Which book version? Uh, so many. I don't know. I assume the Dickens book version. <laughs> the original. Yes. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> Who's the, who's the guy that works for him? What's his name? Cratchit. Yeah, I'm going to go with him. All right. 
Bob Cratchit. Maybe yeah. He dies. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, in the movie, does he spend it with like the family of the tiny guy? Bob tiny Cratchit. Tim. The tiny guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's his. That that's the son of his. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh-huh. The son of Bob Cratchit. Tiny I think that's Tim. in the movie, so it's got to be different. Oh, is that who who he celebrates with in the movie? Yeah. I'm so it's got to be the book. I so never see. Um, it's something else then. Yeah. Not in that. fact, he celebrates uh, Christmas not with the Cratchits, but with his middle class nephew. So. Okay. There you go. That's a little no. bit of trivia. You wow. can pull out of your hat someday. Thank you. Yeah. Middle class. How Gross. dare he be middle class? <laughs> Rudolph's nose, his red nose, according to science, is probably due to what? Vasodilation. He had a runny nose, and then he just uh, kept blowing it, and then it got really irritated. Oh, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. He wasn't using the aloe Kleenex. Yeah. True. Uh, is that do we? Is that your guess? Yeah. Y'all's guess? Sure. It's uh yeah, twenty five percent greater vascularization than is present in in humans. Microvascular. Hmm. So you were right. Uh, according to data analyst David McCandless, uh, two weeks before Christmas is the most likely time for you to what? Gain ten pounds. Break up with somebody. Okay. Get engaged. Oh, I think you're wrong with that. Oh, I like the engaged one. That's really good. You're going to go with that one? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, time for you to get dumped or dump somebody. Oh! Oh! I thought I saw something online about that. It was like, today's the day to break up with your significant other because you have to space it out in between. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he dumped me on Christmas. Two weeks is apparently the magic magic spacing number. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I see. Gives you enough time to get under the mistletoe. No, I <laughs> is it because people don't want to if you're like oh, i'm not really into this person anymore i don't want to have to buy them a gift or something well so, yeah i think so yeah. I think that's what and it is. and and you know by two weeks before christmas they're already like i didn't get a christmas didn't get a christmas present i'm kind of screwed if i dump their ass wow oh what's the least likely day to get dumped then of the year Valentine's Hopefully yeah. it would be on Valentine's Day. I feel day. like Valentine's Day is another high, or Valentine's but it's a Day high is another day, high, so like high dumpage area. Like you are around the day? Around though, but I bet the day. Mm. Whoever yeah. dumps someone on Valentine's Day, oh, that maybe, is a maybe horrible person. Eve? I was going to say New Year's oh. Eve or a birthday. Yeah, I was going to say your birthday, but I didn't know if it could be like, you that know, general. just not one date. Yeah. yeah. Well, in a sense, birthday is correct because it's December 25th. Oh. oh. So if you can make it those two weeks, <laughs> and then you're in the clear. <laughs> then you're good. All right. Last question. One study by Associated British Foods found that the average American consumes blank calories on Christmas Day. I don't want to know that. Thirty-five hundred. Okay. Twenty-five hundred. Okay. Forty-two fifty. You think twenty-five hundred? That's only five hundred calories okay, more yeah, than usual. That, that's a whole lot. Of, yeah, I take that back. I was thinking of like I was I was talking with cal- about calories with a lot of people about um patients in the hospital and you, this is oh. a very low number so 25 sounded a lot to me but right. I, I take that back okay for sure five thousand no way whoa yeah. is this is this like price is right we can't go over we have to oh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll say price is right rules oh, oh geez. okay oh. i'm sticking with 42 uh, okay. i'm sticking with 35 i'm gonna do 33 and you said five no 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 no, no. <laughs> 38 okay uh no the average is seven thousand <gasps> Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's the average? Is it 50% or above? <laughs> Hillary uh, flung food in a fit of joy. You're kidding. That's so what, technically Laura won. That's, that's what this uh, citation-free thing I found on the internet <laughs> said. 
Another UK study found that Santa's visits to 640 million homes worldwide would require 150 billion calories to accomplish. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're saying that's not possible? Uh, well, <laughs> hey, I'm for not just, saying Santa's a magical creature. For like just him or for all his reindeer? For, like... I, I think for uh, for the entire effort, mm-hmm. uh, it would be 150 billion calories. Now, I have a question about this. Why are the British so interested in, our, in how much Americans consume? Can, can you stick to your own damn country? <laughs> Wow. And study your own, you know, why do they have to, why do they have to worry about us? They do have a few things to be working on at the moment. Why We all do. Uh, we all no, do. No, 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 no. We don't have Brexit. I think it is just like American culture is like mass consumption. And so yeah. like we're intrigued with other parts of people's culture. Uh-huh. And so maybe that is the aspect of our culture that well, they, they are Well, they knew if they wanted by. a shocking amount of calories, they'd have to pull yeah. Americans. Be right. like, yeah. Be like, look over there. They're crazy. <laughs> yeah. How Those many gluttons. McDonald's burgers in a day do they eat? There's, on they, wait, there's no you, way. There's no way that's real. 7, I think what they did is they probably like surveyed like a hundred people who celebrate Christmas, right? Because if it can't be average Americans, there's a lot of people who probably won't have a meal. There's no oh. way it averages to seven thousand, right? Because yeah. you're if you're averaging in zeros and like hundred and two. Like, you have to have people consuming 20,000 to I, make up for it. I feel like there might be good reason to be skeptical of this yeah. figure, but... But it's still wild. Sounds crazy. Wild. I probably consume 7,000. I mean, it, I could believe Christmas people Day. doing something. Yeah. You got, you got, basically, you got, you got two potentially big meals for many people, yeah. breakfast and, and uh, Christmas dinner. Yeah. And then you're just snacking. And then you're cookies, just snacking all day long. Snacks, cookies, you're, candy, 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 candy. And yeah. according to, you know, early Christmas tradition, you're drinking heavily and destroying property. So. Yeah, that's true. Alcohol but the destroying property calories. burns calories. That's, so, that's you know, true. you need to make up for it by consuming right. more. Emotional destruction burns zero calories. That's right. And all the effort of standing under that mistletoe waiting for somebody to <laughs> realize that you're sexually available. I'm curious if that's more or less than Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say more. I think because yeah. I feel like Thanksgiving you have like one one, one meal, meal and you, you know? can only you stuff die. yourself so solid before yeah. you know. But Christmas it's like an all day eating thing. Or maybe and in our house we sort eat. of starve ourselves for most of the day before Thanksgiving. Mm. Whereas I don't think that is the same. Mm. Just go at it right in the morning. You yeah. probably yeah. stretch your stomach from Thanksgiving from so you're ready for Christmas. True that. True that. Well, that is our show. Hillary, LJ, Laura, Jenna, thank you for being my co-hosts today. So You're welcome. Nice. You have to say it twice. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thanks for having us. And of course, thank you, the Short Quotes, for making us part of your week. If you're new here and you like what you heard today, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and wherever else fine podcasts are available. Short Quotes, I remind you that our, that your questions are vital to the show. Haven't gotten any in a while. So, um, you know, send them in because they mean that the show can be what you want it to be about. Uh, you can send those to the shortcuts at gmail.com or you can leave a message at 347-SHORT-CT. We'll talk about that instead of this poorly thought out drivel I came up with today. While your podcast app is open, give us some stars and a review to let us know if we're doing right by you. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government, ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox, and our closing music is by Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week.